0: Hi there. Welcome to Laughter and Libations. I'm Shawnil and this is podcast episode number nine. In this episode, I want to talk about what I've been thinking and how I've been feeling lately. Notice that I said thinking first and feeling second. This is because the thinking part is easiest for me. The feeling part. No, it, it's not. Not as easy. Just isn't. If you've listened to previous episodes, you know how much I enjoy a cup of herbal tea. And I especially enjoy the ones that help calm the mind, elevate your mood, reduce anxiety, and support relaxation. Those are all wonderful things, but today requires a libation with a bit more punch and lasting effect. So I added 15 drops of valerian roots to my glass of water. Valerian is used to treat anxiety and other health conditions, but I like the part where it helps to alleviate anxiety. I use it sparingly because it's said that it can also act as a sedative. I suppose it depends on how much you take and your constitution. You should know you can take it in the form of a tea, which I have done. You can use it as a capsule, a tablet, or a tincture. I prefer the tincture because when you mix it with water, you can barely taste it, and it works fast. I sip, it works its magic, and that's what I need as I roam around my thoughts and root out my feelings right now. There are days when I wake up and the very last thing I want to hear is the news. It doesn't help that I have an alarm on my phone that tells me the time, the weather, and the so-called top news stories. Death and destruction aren't on my personal list of interests, and they aren't what I want my first thoughts of the day to be. When I wake up, I try to focus my thoughts on being grateful for life. I intentionally focus on what I can do to be a better person and what I can do to increase good in the world, wherever I am. At this point, it's clear that I need to change my alarm settings because there have been too many days of waking up to hear news reports about the loss of life in a way that is sudden, violent, and senseless. I know that death is part of our natural cycle. I get that. We exist in our bodies In this place for a temporary period of time. That's a fact. If you live long enough, life will show you that. It shows us this over and over. I get it. I think there's supposed to be a natural beginning and ending to this experience we're having, but there is nothing natural about the deaths that I'm talking about. We don't know all of their names. We try to list them, we try to remember them, we try to say them, but I doubt that we ever could have an accounting of the number of lives that are taken in ways that they should not have been. Say their names, say her name, say his name. Some names make news headlines, some show up in our notifications, some become trending hashtags and spark entire movements. Some names ride the air from mouth to ear to mouth to ear, connecting one person to another, crossing boundaries between communities, cities, counties, countries, and continents. And they do all of this before they take their places beside others in the cosmos. Other names are never spoken again, but they matter too. All of these names, these lives, these spirits matter. They are all part of our family. They are all part of our ancestry. On days when I wake up to learn about another life lost in a most unnatural way, it's hard to focus on joy. I'm still on path, but it's not always easy. I am still on path. I am on this path that I've chosen for myself. Nothing is going to take me off this path to increase laughter and joy in my life. But it doesn't mean that I'm laughing all of the time. It doesn't mean that I even know how to access joy all of the time. And that, that is the journey. That's the point. The point is to learn how to do it. But lately, I have not done a good job with this. There's nothing joyful about the senseless loss of life. And while I do believe that laughter can act as a catalyst for joy, I do not feel like laughing. I feel like screaming. I think there's something wrong with the fact that it's 2021 and there is still a need to create these lists of names. And that the list of lives taken and lost continue to grow every day it doesn't stop it just keeps going there's something wrong with this it's like what my mother says it's not rocket science it doesn't you know take something masterful to understand this all you have to do is open your eyes and look and pay attention and you know something is very wrong with what's going on why is there still a need to assert our right to live Why is there still a need to persuade others not to kill us because they have the opportunity, because they can? Why is there still a need to explain or prove that we are human beings? Why is there so little value for life? Why is there so little value for the lives of people like me? The last question is rhetorical. It's a question that comes up for me sometimes, but it's always rhetorical. I'm not interested in anyone's answer to that question. Why is there so little life, or so little value for the lives of people like me? There is no acceptable answer to that. No one has the power to define my value. I do. When a person sees me, There may be a desire to label me as a black person, an African-American, a person of color, or something else. There may also be a desire to place a value on my life based on a label or something else. But any efforts to define me or my value are useless and simply a waste. There's a song that Peter Tosh has that plays over and over in my mind. It's actually my personal theme song right now. It's called... I am that I am. You may already know the song. If you don't, take a moment to listen to it. It's called I am that I am. I am that I am. I am. I am. I am. It goes something like that. Is it? No one has the power to define me or my value. And guess what? No one has the power to define you or your value either. We do this ourselves. Whatever we think and feel about ourselves is what we carry into the world each day. It is up to us to make a decision each and every day to wake up and decide on who we are and what we are about. It's up to us to wake up each and every day and know our value and go into the world and live. This is what I think. My feelings have a place in this too. Whenever I learn about the senseless loss of life, the two emotions that always surface are anger and fear. Sadness is there. It's there. But the most powerful emotions for me are anger and fear. I have to acknowledge them and manage them often. And for me, anger is the easiest. I know it. I understand it. I've learned how to transform it and use it in ways that are better for me and those around me. If it gets out of control, I can easily pull it back and redirect it. I can self-correct. I have self-discipline when it comes to anger. However, my experience with fear is different. For me, It can be buried deeper than other emotions. For instance, I can feel anger and show anger, but fear can sit underneath it. If I only acknowledge the anger and deal with the anger, the fear can continue to be present and undetected. This makes it easy for fear to drive other emotions, thoughts, decisions, behaviors, actions. It can be dangerous, and reckless, and destructive. I think it is easy to become fearful because of all that we've experienced and all that we continue to experience. But I also think we can acknowledge the fear and prevent it from taking over our lives. I look at it like this. Fear sits right next to freedom. They are so close. We can't have freedom When fear is present, fear is a barrier to freedom. Really, you can say any emotion can act as a barrier to freedom because that emotion can be all consuming and controlling. But fear is the most challenging one I see in my experiences. Yours may be different, but for me, it's fear. And this is why I'm focusing on it. We have the right to live without fear. I love the advice that Nikki Giovanni shared during an interview I heard on a podcast called Undistracted. Look for season one, episode five. The podcast is called Undistracted. And during the last five minutes of the interview, Nikki Giovanni is asked the question. And her response really resonates with me. This is not a quote. This is just, you know, my understanding, my takeaway from it. She says, you have to believe your dreams are worth it. You have to believe you are worth it. And you have to love yourself. I remind myself of these things every day. And you must do the same. No matter what is happening in this world, you must define who you are. And you must know your own value. Thank you for listening in. I'd love to hear your thoughts, your feelings, and your experiences. Share how you're coping, particularly with fear. Let's learn from each other and lift each other up. You can follow and communicate with me on Twitter at Laughs and Libs or Instagram at Laughter and Libations. You can also subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening today and share it with someone you think will enjoy it and find it helpful. And you can also head over to laughterandlibations.com. You'll see articles on related topics. Until the next time, find what makes you laugh, and joy will find you.